fix. Yes, common room. It is time for your sports fix with me, Ben Cullen. Tiger Woods has joined the PGA Tour's policy board as a player director in a move which will give golfers a bigger say in major decisions. Woods' appointment follows the merger between the Tour, Saudi Arabia's public investment fund and the DP World Tour in June that left players blindsided. The 15-time major winner becomes the board's sixth player director, joining Rory McIlroy and four others. I am honoured to represent the players of the PGA Tour, said Woods. This is a critical point for the Tour and the players will do their best to make certain that any changes that are made in Tour operations are in the best interests of all Tour stakeholders, including fans, sponsors and players. Chelsea star Lauren James scored twice as European champions England swept past shell-shocked China 6-1. This victory put them into the Women's World Cup last 16 on Tuesday to set up a clash with Nigeria. China knew they were heading out of the tournament with it being 3-0 down at half-time unless they responded. They came out with more aggression in the second half and scored from the penalty spot. But it wasn't enough and it equaled England's biggest ever World Cup victory and booked them top spot in Group D. While England celebrated, China's tournament ended at the group stage for the first time ever. Max Verstappen was in imperious form as he came from six on the grid to win the Belgian Grand Prix. The Red Bull driver's eighth consecutive victory in the final race before the summer break extended his championship lead to 125 points. Verstappen led Sergio Perez home to a Red Bull 1-2 but was in another league from his teammate. Ferrari's Charles Leclerc took third ahead of Mercedes's Lewis Hamilton and Aston Martin's Fernando Alonso. It's a new spot, that's for sure, winning from P6. I knew that we had a great car, it was just about surviving turn one, said Verstappen. This week, we are joined by Lewis Evans via Zoom. Lewis is the head coach of the Hong Kong men's 15s team and a former professional rugby player himself. Lewis played for the Newport Gwent Dragons and according to the internet, which is never wrong, he notched up 236 appearances. Now, Lewis, how are you and is that correct? Uh, cheers, Ben. Thank you for having me on, on the show. Um, but yeah, it is correct and it's something which I wasn't aware of until I kind of left there after 15 years stint and quite a few people were quoting that to me whenever I was like, oh, how, how was your 15 years and 236 caps? So, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good time and it was good that I played that long for my, my own region, my club, which I supported from uh, since the young age. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've loved this transition across now to Hong Kong. It's certainly taken me out of the comfort zone. Um, and it's been a good two years and hopefully another good two, two more years. Good man. We'll, we'll come on to that shortly. What we like to do is, is start the show with some quick fire questions. We'll feel you out, judge you a little bit, and see what we think of you before we hear a bit more about you. So answer as fast as you can. Sure. Favorite sports star of all time? I suppose after watching that documentary, probably go Michael Jordan. Solid. Pizza or donuts? Pizza. Favorite place you've ever played? I'd probably say with the occasion, Montpellier, semi final of the European Cup. Brilliant. Uh, what was your pre match meal? I uh, tried to avoid routines and things like that, but I think it would have been a standard, like a pasta, spag ball type of thing like that, about six hours before. Very common answer, spag ball. Favourite sport that's not rugby? Golf. I'm trying to make my handicap a bit lower as we come along, but uh, yeah, probably that outside of that. Favourite musician or band or rapper? Oh, I actually saw Sting when I went back to the UK the other day, so I, I like the oldies like that. And then to finish, cats or dogs? 
Oh, I'm, I'm going to say dogs. My father was a police dog handler, uh, so I grew up with stations and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, but I do I do like cats as well. We've always had a cat in the family back on. Bit of both. Bit of both. Before we get on to the national team, I want to start with, with your playing career. You obviously sort of just mentioned there that you supported your home region and then uh, sort of went on to play for the home region you supported. How did you get into rugby and what, what were the influences? Was it, was it your dad? Um, well, funnily enough, yeah, I did other generic background I, I think I did a bit of cricket I uh, did football um, was average of both should we say but um, enjoyed enjoyed both but uh, no a friend was uh, got me into uh, going to rugby I think was for his club was Risker going across um, there so um, and that was when I was about 11 years old um, and then kind of progressed from there ended up playing Newport districts and stuff Met, uh, you know, most of my friends back home still come from Newport High School Boys, which was the club I went to when I was probably then 12, 13 years old. And uh, yeah, progressed from there. But, you know, my dad was the one who kind of introduced me to rugby, going down to Roddy Parade um, from 8, 9, 10 years old. And when Mr. Percy Montgomery and obviously Gary Teichman, these guys went to Newport as well. Um, and I look back at it now, and it, it's surreal, really, because it was the equivalent of signing Dan Carter and Richie McCall back in the mid-90s, like the two best players in the world. Um, and watching them at Roddy Parade was certainly, you know, fantastic for a youngster. And, yeah, one day I thought, yeah, it'd be lovely to, to kind of really pursue that. And uh, I, had, I was lucky enough, I got called up into the uh, academy at 18 and played all the age grades and stuff, and... It came true, really. So uh, I'm very fortunate, very um, appreciative of the opportunity that a few of those guys back in the day gave me the chance. And uh, yeah, 15 years later, uh, I was a pro at uh, the Dragons in Newport. Brilliant. How how was that transition from, I guess, you know, just sort of club rugby into more academy, professional setting? It's funny because I've I've spoken about this, especially with some of the other guys who I kind of came through with at the time, the Jason Turvey's, the Ashley Spence and things like that. Um, it was real tough. Like semi-pro back then was very tough because there's a lot of pros who kind of were on that fringe of going professional, step back down. And these were guys who'd been top of the level for a long time. And either they were just slightly too old to play pro rugby or they had full-time gigs. And yeah, I remember playing against like the Boobiers and things like that. I'm going down to my stag and going up to uh, Landovery and you know, these were, they had a quite, quite a few ex-quality Clefty players or there was quite a few ex-top Cardiff Ponypreet players still playing semi-pro and it was a good, good baptism of fire and it was really good. I think again, when you look at the generation which I came through as and you know, that was the, you know, Ken Owens from Scarlet's. Then it was, um, the, the Dan Vickers was one year below me, but that type of age group. Then there was Jamie Roberts and all the Cardiff. So we had a very good age group. And I think my year and the year below, which was Sam Warburton, where they had the, the World Cup in Wales, like those two years were very good for Wales. And they put Wales in a fantastic position for the next 15 years, winning Three grand, cha three grand champs and uh, three grand slams, sorry, and um, champs. Because of that academy um, program and also because of how good that uh, semi-pro environment was. So um, again, I think that's kind of where, you know, looking at where Wales are now, you kind of look at what, you know, you reap what you sow. And I think what's happened with the, the semi-professional game 
the academy systems is is clearly not as good as what it was that 15 20 years ago really and like i say wales are gonna probably feel a bit of pain now for the next couple of years until they get that infrastructure back in place for sure um when you look back and reflect on you know quite a long career really for for a rugby player some really don't make it anywhere near that far what was the most enjoyable part of it for you I think it's going to be a bit of a cliche answer, but uh, it is, you know, be, being with a group of players who, good guys, obviously we, we'd enjoy a few nights out after games away. So there was a bit of a, I think we had an awful winning away winning record at one stage. But um, yeah, when we would go to certain places, well, it was Edinburgh, then Treviso, placed in France. I remember having a couple of good nights out, like Toulouse and Perpignan. I think again for a young Welsh kid, kind of traveling Europe, seeing all these like great cities, you never see them properly. I mean, you spend most of the time in the hotel or on the pitch, but uh, to be able to go out for coffees, to go and again, you figure your culture vulture and things like that. But to actually venture down to the piazzas and things like that in these these great cities, um, those are the things I miss: the away tours with the boys. I think, again, you never really appreciate them enough as a player, but, um, yeah, I look back at, um, on, on those, the travel, um, and just, you know, spending time with your mates basically 24 seven for, for some stints of the year. And, uh, yeah, you, you know, those are the good times from, uh, from being a professional rugby player, I think. Thank you, Lewis. We look forward to hearing more from you next week. Hong Kong, are you ready? This is the hottest ticket in the world right now. The Rugby World Cup is just around the corner and this weekend, England take on Wales in a warm-up fixture. That game takes place in Cardiff and will be a great indication of where the teams are at. That is my hottest ticket in the world this week. Have a great weekend all and I'll see you for your sports fix next week. 